0: Damn, y'all Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Huh. Yeah. A message to all you pseudo spitters spit the sound is cool, but the trend I see is the truth is missing. I feel the flow is stupid. You claim that the music's different. I guess it's all opinion, depending on who was listening. What's the word, y'all? It's KTR underscore podcast, hashtag KTL. KTL. We are back in the building for an episode live and direct. And today, I am live and direct with the quad father, the ace, one of the captains of Team Ambition, and the current Crown of Glory champion, Camaro Jackson. My brother, how are you <laughs> <today>? <laughs> <laughs>
1: DJ, DJ, Renner, DJ.
0: <laughs> My brother, how you feeling today?
1: I'm good, man. I'm hanging out. How you living, bro? I'm
0: blessed and highly favored, living life. You know how it go man. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. Sorry
0: this sorry for the delay for this episode, but for you no know, certain circumstances, we couldn't do this show for a while. <laughs> but since it's a new year, we can go ahead and fall into it right quick. And I'm here with my brother, Camaro Jackson. Been a long time coming. Been good friends for a while. Been a big fan of yours. Know everything. in The wrestling scenes you're doing, we what you're see, especially in the Midwest, especially in our city of St. Louis. You've been, been doing numbers. Been doing work. Especially 2022. I feel like that was one hell of a year for you.
1: Mm hmm. It's banger after banger after banger after That's banger.
0: Hey, right. before diving to you know everything you've done and accomplished over the year and everything, first, like, I got to get into like how did you get involved with wrestling?
1: Um, so, um, wrestling period in general as a fan, um, I just like saw it one day on TV. So, the earliest memory I have is The Rock and Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. and I remember Kurt, uh, The Rock. Had an angle in a sharpshooter, and he did, was not letting him go. Like, he was ringing the bell. But he was not letting him go. And I'm like, oh, I right, man, I like this. <laughs> I didn't know why I like that. <laughs> I like I the fact that I see, I see dudes getting hit in the head with chairs on TV, getting beat up. My like, God, right, it's cool. Uh, then like I was like, let me see. My first saw that, I was like, oh, what was that six or five, five or six, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, that was like what 2000, 99, nine, two thousand, whenever angle came out um then once i got a little bit older like eight or nine that's when i really really got into it during like the ruthless aggression era um that's when i really really got into it Um big fan of eddie guerrero if anyone that knows me i love eddie mm-hmm. um big fan of rock big fan of angle uh jericho all those dudes man like i always always loved wrestling i used to beat up my uncles used to try to get my <laughs> Mama to do it with me, but she will not fooling me. See, I was the only child growing up. So, hey, anybody, same thing right here. Hey, man, you feel the struggle. I, I understand. So anybody, I understand. Anybody, anybody you pay can they play got you. with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uncles used to, man, overpower me. They would never let me kick out the uh, pins. I'm like, damn. Right. <laughs> I remember this one time my mom had bought me a, a IC title belt, mm-hmm. like a little fake, little toy belt, whatever. You said an IC I title had, one? Yeah, like the old like <laughs> the, the old uh like the uh uh the one that Randy Orton had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, hold
0: on. So this right here, yes sir, <laughs> yes sir. I like you talking about this there, the, the fake one and everything, toy bro. Belts. Yes, the exact one, <laughs> this bro. The same exact one exact one. one. Oh <laughs>
1: Bro, stop! I don't know how I kept this in this house, neither. So yeah, you—it's the bro, right time for this. My shit broke years ago, <laughs> <laughs> fell apart years ago.
0: Oh, it's dope,
1: <laughs> bro. So I remember I had got it, and I was trying to defend it against my uncle, mm-hmm. bro. Excuse me, when I say he whooped my butt, yeah. and took my belt from me. I said, "Hey, man, you must have a he said, get, "You gotta win it back. I'm get like, the boy's ball heck? back, <laughs> bro. Get get a little dude ball back, man." I said, "I right, I gotta win it back, back." So you know what I did? I kicked him in the nuts, and I won it there.
0: I got in trouble,
1: by, but I got my belt back. I mean, we wrestling, so I'm like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna go Rick Flair then." Shoot, I kicked him dead in the shit. He's like, "Nelson, why you do that?" I'm like, "We wrestling. I thought that was <laughs> okay." Wrestling. I thought that was cool. He got mad. I'm like, you My mom was like, "Well, you took his belt. You saw him win it back, <laughs> right?" <laughs> so yeah, man, man. I've always been a fan. Always been a fan.
0: That's dope, man. It's dope. I understand the only childhood thing, though. It's it's a real thing. So, like I said, we gotta mm-hmm. get experience. So, like, if you would, if you're around, we we're gonna have fun with somebody. So mm-hmm. that's, that's just how it go, man. It is what it is. So, I feel you on that. So, like I said, again, to wrestling, like I said, we talked about you and everything with 2022. You did a lot. I've witnessed a lot of everything you've done from you being on Warrior Wrestling, was in town, uh, from also you competing on um, a, uh, what's that? Well, you were on A W. These like are A W. Dark. I seen that as mm-hmm. well. Wrestling at the Chase, was just a big thing within our city. Yes, sir. I was competing against all people you know this year for different matches and everything so i I just got asked, like you you've done so much last year and i was and i saw the the growth of everything wills probably Mm -hmm. say your your biggest moment from
1: 2022 man i I would say it's two moments well maybe three Mm -hmm. um what are they well how should i start this Winning the Crown of Glory Championship meant a lot to me. Meant a lot to me. Like, um, like a lot of people probably assumed like I was working when I was in the ring when they saw me, you know, being emotional. But that that shit was really real. Like I really could not hold it back. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had to take a second and kind of reflect on like where I was at, like a couple years ago, like spot wise on the Glory Pro card. Cause man, mm-hmm. at one point, man, I was just I was just there. I was just another body. Like, I was um, I was always one of those guys, like, I was always the first one there to help set up, yep. help tear down. And sometimes I always got overlooked. So they always put me aside. Um, push me aside, I'll always be on the pre-show or I'll mm-hmm. be in a random uh, match on the main card or i would just be forgotten about. Mm-hmm. So it got kind of frustrating uh, after a while because I'm like, man, what do I need to do? I need to do something different. Like, what do I need to do? Right. Um. So, some, a situation happened uh, during like the uh, pandemic, um, where I wasn't included on a particular show, and it rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I had a conversation with the um with uh, the people in charge of glory or whatever uh, yeah. one specific person. I had a conversation with them, and I was like, you know, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not okay with where I'm at right now. Um, I don't think it's really necessary for me to be here right now. Um, he's like, No, no, no. We have plans, we're gonna do this, that, and so. But I felt like I wanted them more than than they wanted me. And I wanted to be I wanted to be switched around, I wanted to be the opposite. I wanted them to want me more than I needed them. So I wanted to kind of step away from glory for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, because part of twenty twenty-one I wasn't a part of glory. I didn't start resting back for glory to the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to kind of step away and um, kind of figure me out. So I didn't really, I haven't really figured me out yet mm-hmm. at that stage, at that point. Cause I was, I just kind of found the name Quad Father, but I didn't really have like, okay, why am I a Quad Father? What is the Quad? Who is the Quad Father? Right, I just have the cool name because I'm big and I got big legs. But like, <laughs> there's like you know what I'm saying. I, I can yeah. have that, but there's, there, there has to be more. Like, what do I, What is what is that? Right. So I'm like, all right, I want to prove myself at other places. Then I'll come at some glory because I mm-hmm. didn't want it to be a situation where like, okay, obviously people know that Glory Pro is a big indie, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be dependent on the big indie. Right. I want. I wanted that big indie to. I want them to depend on me to rely on me like this show's riding on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I need to go. I need to kind of kind of like softly reboot myself. Like kind of start over almost. Not start over completely, but kind of like start over a little bit. Like, okay, I need to find out who I am as a wrestler because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have nothing to offer because end of the day, I'm not the type of person to place blame even though like there is like you can place blame on something. But you also got to take some accountability, something. Right. Like, there's something. Like, there's a reason why I was on the pre-shows. There's a reason why I was just floating around on the cars. And yeah, sure, I was over. Yeah, sure, I stood out when I could. But there was something missing. So I'm like, all right, I need to figure out what's missing. I need to still find it. Mm-hmm. Um, even now, I still – sometimes I feel like I have the mental block of I'm missing certain components – but I'm better. I'm better than what I was now versus then. Way better. Way better. Right. Um. So I took a little break from glory. Um. Started doing. Um. I was more so. I was more at zero one. Uh. Over there in Illinois. More so. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of carrying them, for the uh 2021, 22 year. Um. Uh, especially during COVID and stuff. Um. Uh, and kind of learning how to be what I wanted to be. I mean, that's the main event and That's the top guy. Like I didn't get into wrestling to be second place, third place, fourth place. I want to be the top of the mountain head honcho. Right. That's what, that's all I watched. I watched rock, Eddie, Brock, angle, Austin. Like those dudes were in main eventing. Like those, mm-hmm. those are the dudes I want to be like. So I'm like, all right, what do I got to do to be like that? Mm-hmm. So I kind of, um, went a different direction. and I told myself I will never feel like this again. I will never feel like I need to want. I want. I don't want to feel dependent on one place. So once I put that attitude in my head, um, I kind of hit the ground running, and started doing diff- di- things differently. Then it was kind of figuring out what. Okay, well, who's the qualifier Then, mm-hmm. um, just realizing like the qualifier ain't nothing but me this this dude who goes to the gym and is moving all this heavy weight who's determined to be the best who's who literally is probably one of the strongest dudes in all of professional wrestling Um, like that's me so mm-hmm. I'm like okay I think I have a blueprint now I want to kind of build it even more so um, then winning that crown of glory championship and just like remembering where I came from on the card for Glory Pro, like, from 2018 on, like, I'm like, wow. Like, I literally started at the bottom, now main eventing. Main eventing at the pageant. Like, what? Crazy, man. It was crazy. And I was really overwhelmed. I was in the ring, in tears, and I looked up, <laughs> seeing the fans standing on their feet clapping. I'm like, what in the hell is this? This is right. Crazy. Too much. This is too <laughs> much. This is too much. I'm like, y'all are cheering for what we just did. Y'all cheering for me. And I'm like, man, I I did something. Now I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it going. And I gotta uh even go higher. Cause like this isn't the, this isn't the end all be all. Like there's True. there's more. There's more and beyond. So um my real goal with glory is to try to, you know, be the best champion that I can be mm-hmm. and stay at the top as long as I can. Yep. And once it's time for me to move on to the next level in my career, I'll do that. If I'm right. so fortunate enough to. Um that's no that's moment number one of 2022. I would say moment number two, uh the AEW dark um stuff. So the first time was the end of 2021. Yeah. Uh, where I did the squat suplex. Yay, yeah. Which is real cool. Uh, I was front row, yeah. man. <laughs> what's cool about that, man? You know, they a lot of like the OGs in wrestling, like the Davey Richards of the world, like the the Christopher Daniels. They always tell you, like, you're not gonna always have like these ten minute, twelve minute matches, or these m- matches or moments. You're not gonna be able to create moments. Right, and, uh, and you know, like, you're not going to always be given those type of time limits. And we had like what four minutes. So, um, let me see. We have no, we have five minutes. We got a minute each for the entrance, so we really had three minutes in the ring. Right. right? <laughs> so, thinking of a way to kind of stand out, even like if me standing out is forgotten, mm-hmm. like ten years from now, it don't matter. I stood out in that moment. Right. So, like, when I'm in those situations, like the AEW situation, like I'm on dark, I'm like, right, what can I do to stand out? Mm-hmm. What can I do to, in this moment, for them to get on their feet and clap for me? I'm like, all right, I'm going to take some of my, my toolbox that I ain't never did. Because that mm-hmm. was the first time I did that in a lot in front of a lot of crowd. I never practiced that on nothing. So,
0: you just went out there and winged it. You said,
1: uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh, oh." <laughs> I did it in the back uh I did it in the back, me and you would have practiced it in the back, mm. but I never did that in front of a live crowd. So I was like, well, I'm gonna do something impressive, that's gonna be it. You're every, you know, you see most people, they do they do cool sequences and stuff. But I'm like, I'm the big strong guy, so I gotta I gotta think of something like strong and big and right. vicious for some <laughs> for them to, on commentary like, whoa, what the hell did he just do? Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do a suplex, but I'm gonna squat with it. Mm -hmm. And just to hear that place erupt when I went down and I came back up and I bumped them, I'm like, oh my God, I need this every night. I need this every night. I need it every night. It was incredible. But 15 seconds, 30 seconds of fame. I need mm-hmm. it every, every night. night. Bro. <laughs> I need it every night. My blood was moving. Oh my goodness! Then, What's like that? when I picked up my phone, I'm like, oh my god! Like, it everybody came it. <laughs> incredible, bro! Incredible! Like that's something I'll never forget. Never, never, never forget. Like even like heaven forbid I don't go anywhere else in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like I can at least tell somebody. That I'm like teaching to be a wrestler. Hey man, I know how to get over in yeah. thirty seconds or less. If I if you know what I'm saying, like I've, I've at least done that. Mm-hmm. Little I've done something, something. Right. So like that was, it was crazy. Like a light bulb kind of went off in my head. I'm like, ah, oh, this this is it. This is this. It, it ain't about the moves. It's about the moments. And that was right. the moment. I'm like, God damn, that's what they be talking about. That's what these veterans be talking about. It was so cool. So that's moment number two. And moment number, number three, three is the pageant, the pageant, the pageant, the, pageant, the mm-hmm. pageant. I grew up on wrestling because of my grandparents. Uh my grandmother and my papa. Uh me and my granny used to watch SmackDown on Thursdays all the time. Mm-hmm. Every week, faithfully. And uh they used to always talk about the uh wrestling. Oh, the, the uh, chase. Damn, yeah. The yeah, like, I, I,
0: I figured that's where you was going with. I was like the we Yeah, about I'm like. It has it,
1: it had to be the chase thing here, wrestling the chase. Yeah, wrestling at the chase, Lord. When I started saying, I'm like, Padgett, this almost sound right, cause we the first ones to wrestle with the pageant. Right. <laughs> they talk about wrestling at the chase. My granny's like, oh, you know, the Vine Ericks, the Rick Flairs, the Dusty Rose, yep. wow, yeah. mm-hmm. You used to hear that all the time. It's like wrestling what it used to be like how back in the day, Bruce Brody, da, da, da. I'm like, who the hell y'all talking about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, all
0: talking
1: who about, about? and everything. No, that's all. I'm like, who? I'm like, they. Who the boundaries? They all dead. I'm like, right. I'm like, what happened? But nah, like to actually accomplish that, mm-hmm. and I wish my grandmother was still around so I could have like bragged to her that that mm-hmm. was happening. But like to have accomplished that, still, that was incredible. Like I didn't think it was real. I didn't think it was real. Like a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of fans, a lot of wrestlers. They, they, I'm gonna call it what it is. A lot of people don't like NWA. A lot of people don't like the idea of the people wrestling at the chase because it's expensive. Blah blah blah. But as a true wrestling fan, as a true like student of the game, and someone who grew up with wrestling, bro who would not want to wrestle at the Chase, especially being from St. Louis?
0: Exactly.
1: especially That rich City. history. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being from, bro, my granny house was down the street from this, bro, from the Chase. From the Chase, bro. Down the street. Union Terry, bro, right down yep. the street. So, like, <laughs> bro, like, that's 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 my childhood. Like, I heard about this almost every day of my childhood. So, like, I know. And so, like, it was so surreal. I'm like, all right. I've been announced the rest of the chase. I don't believe it. I see the flyer. Oh, I don't believe it. I, I'm getting followed in the way anyway. I don't believe it. Emails. Eh, I don't believe it. I get in the venue. I'm like, ah, still don't believe it. <laughs> I'm in the back at Gorilla. I'm like, okay. It's getting real. I'm like, ah. Not maybe, sure. something, maybe something <laughs> bad going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we walk out. I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> I get in the ring. I'm like, oh, man. Wow. I'm actually in the uh, I'm in the wrestling ring right. at the chase. Damn. <laughs> I bet. Dude. Cool. It. Yeah. And like just just to experience that um, man. It was heavy. It was yeah. heavy because I, like I say, I wish my grandparents were here to experience that and see that for me. But like I'm so happy like that I, I got to accomplish it. So, like, I did a lot of things. I did something that a lot of people can't say they did, especially the St. Louis kids, like yeah, a lot of St. Now. Louis kids. You know what I mean? A yeah. lot of us can't say we wrestled to the chase. So that, that's a blessing, man. Right, because if
0: only people knew how important wrestling at the chase is in its history, like, it's, it's top tier. Like, you understand, especially being from St. Louis, like, how
1: mm-hmm. important
0: it is with doing that as an accomplishment, especially how it got brought back after 30-plus years. Yes. Something, that, something you would never think of happening again.
1: bro. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, 100%.
0: Yeah. so with all that being said, you dropped a lot of knowledge to us. You gave a, a good vocal viewpoint about everything that you've done 2022 and things you're looking forward to in 2023, especially with being a Crown Lord champion. You Explain your grind and how you went from this, to where you are right now which is a great vast improvement so with that being said and also this also works well for you what you're doing right now with team ambition what is a message or some advice you have for the upcoming wrestlers right now
1: um don't take this stuff for granted um because it can be gone tomorrow like i met a lot of dudes who literally were at the top of the mountain and they literally lost everything overnight or I met guys, like, who are on their way to the top. They lost it all overnight. Then I see a lot of guys, like, um, who get frustrated. Um, they're trying to juggle real life. They're trying to juggle family. They're trying to juggle all these other things. And it's like, man, like, that's what wrestling's about, like, You know, getting defeated over and over and over again, falling on your back over and over again, then eventually winning. Like that's the that's the that's the that's the whole point of like I don't know, like that that's I love it. Like when I first started wrestling, I had to take a bus an hour to two hours every day to get to training, but I did it. Like I was still in college too.
0: This is how I can't can't see right. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I did it
1: because I I I love wrestling to death. And mm-hmm. like I would literally spend my last on wrestling, like, and I have. Um, but I think something I have learned, especially like after COVID and all that stuff, how to balance like wrestling, my my family, my kids, wife, um, house, uh, other job, other other opportunities, and balance in all, um. Just man, just kind of remembering why you doing it. Like, why, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why, why do you want to do this? Why do you wake up every morning in pain, tired? Six AM, go work eight hours, then come to the school, go work out, go work two, go work out two hours, coach for three hours, come back home, hang out, chill, and do it all again every single day. Like seven days a week working. Like, why would you do that? Why would you put yourself through that? physical and mental stress. Right. And for me, like I want to be able to, like a lot of people say, oh, it's like, I feel people are embarrassed to announce their goals. Mm -hmm. They're embarrassed to say, I want to go to WWE. I want to go to AEW. I want to go to Impact Japan. I want to, I want to wrestle at WrestleMania. I want to main event WrestleMania. If you ever notice like the, The successful people in life, they tell you that they're going to do something. Like, LeBron James will tell you he's going to go to the NBA Finals and he's going to win it. And and he'll be dead serious. He'll mean it. Like, Michael Jordan will tell you he'll beat you without even sweating and mean it. Like, the tongue is powerful. When you put stuff out there, like, it can happen. If you Mm -hmm. believe it, if you believe it enough, it can happen. Now, I can say I want to fly to the moon. Is that going to happen? Probably not, but if I say, um, "Hey, I wanna, uh, I wanna go look at the moon. I wanna buy a telescope to see the craters on the moon. Mm-hmm. That's possible. I can do that. I can buy, it. I can buy a telescope. I can sit my butt down, find some dark spot in the cloud, cloud sky, and look at it. Like it's achievable. Mm-hmm. Hey, if I wanted to fly to the moon, I could become an astronaut and fly to the moon. But, but more of the story is like." Your goals are all reachable they're reachable mm-hmm. don't 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 fall into the trap of people saying, "Oh, I don't know that's gonna be hard yeah, duh of course it's gonna be hard <laughs> if it was easy, anybody can do it. that's right. why there's only like a five percent chance of you successfully making it, but like what's making it like there's a plethora of definitions of what's making it like for me, what's making it? If I'm able to buy my house Mm -hmm. this year, I'm good. I'm good. If I'm able to own my own house, I'm good because my kid's good. My wife's good. That's first. Then I'm working towards potentially going to WWE, AEW, or Japan one day. Hopefully this year. More than likely this year, because I'm going to speak again in existence, and oh, hopefully more than this year. The tongue is powerful. This year, it's like, it can happen. So to anybody young or currently old, it's cool to be upset. It's cool to be sad. But don't let that stuff eat away at your brain, because it's easy to sit and kind of be sorry for yourself but it's harder to get up and go to the gym and be mad. Go to the gym and work out. Take your frustrations out on the waist, the bags, the ring, or cut a promo, or figure out ways to I don't know, create content for your brand. I don't know, anything. Use that energy to make you better. To you better. Like, that's something I feel like I've, I've gotten way better at, way, way, way better at. Is it Easy, no. Um, but it's not hard no more. It's not hard at all. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just my biggest advice to a lot of people, not even just in wrestling, like in life period, yeah. in life period, because life is really like, it's aggravating. And life be will life try now. you. <laughs> life be lifeing. Life be lifeing. But you just got to remember, why do you wake up every morning? Why are you waking up every morning? And even if you don't got a family, None of that. Well, why do you wake up though? Like, you, it's something you want. Like, even if it's something silly ass, oh, I want to work to get a big old couch one day. All right. That's a goal. Right. That's that's an achievable goal. That's something. Yes. That's why you want to wake up every morning. Cool. Cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So, Mm -hmm. that's just really my biggest advice to people in general, wrestling, life, whatever. Like, just, why do you wake up in the morning?
0: I feel that's real. That's real. That's this good advice. I hope I hope y'all listeners out there are listening. I hope y'all inspiring and out there listen. I just hope people out there are listening, just to that great word right there that he just provided everyone with. Just know your why. Because life be life, and that's real. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And with that, that was good. And before we sign off real quick, because I know speaking of life be life, I know you got your life going on and everything. You got things to get back to. You got to get back to training. got to get back Mm -hmm. to working so you can get ready to defend that crown of glory champion in the future and also other shows that you have in the future to come. So with that, uh, three quick questions we'll ask you real quick. Then I'll let you go ahead and go about your business. Uh, First question, um, who is – your favorite opponent that you went against in your career so far,
1: man, bro. Oh, if this it's what I think is... about,
0: just give it. Just give a top three. All
1: right, that's that's better because oh boy. <laughs> okay. Um. So Mike Sidell, the brother of Matt Sidell. Okay. Um. We had a a practice slash trial match when we had extra work for WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple years ago. Probably one of my favorite matches ever. Um, as most people know, wrestling is pre-planned. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talk about like what we're gonna do in the ring. And, you know, before we wrestle, I asked him, it gave us like four to five minutes. Yeah. But like, you know, before the match, I asked him, Hey man, you wanna like call some things? And he looked at me with a smile. He's like, No, thank you, buddy. That's all right. And I have Freaked out because I never, never, never called a match on the fly at that point. So I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and Mike Sidel tra- trained me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, no, no. And I should have realized then, like, it would have been fine because, again, he was one of my trainers. But, like this the fact of the matter at that point that was like 2019 at that point I had not done that yet so I was like uh oh and like this is front of uh the Usos was there Adam Pierce was there uh Finley uh Scott Armstrong like a lot of the wrestlers uh I think Roman was out there hanging out Naomi uh I was just like oh Cedric Alexander I was like oh <laughs> Ooh, I'm about to get fired. And I'm not even hurt. But <laughs> probably one of the best matches I've ever had, and no one's never going to see it. Never, no one's going to ever see it. Dang. Ever see it. <laughs> At least you say you did Man. And, like, after that, I'm like, oh, that was easy. Okay. All right. All right. All right, All right Camaro. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, bro. Then yeah. I would say number two... Oh. Uh, hmm. Do do number two. I would say Fred Yeah. Uh huh. I've always enjoyed wrestling Fred Yeah. He's real fun. He's really underrated. Um, I'm going to have. I'm have to do a top four. A top, top four. Top somebody else. <laughs> All right. I lied. Top five. Okay. Freddie has number two. <laughs> okay, I always enjoy working Fred. He bought, he always bought a, a different beast out of me. I enjoy Fred so much. Um, ACH. Ah, uh, I learned a lot being in the ring with him. I learned a lot being in the ring with him. I've always, I was so lucky to be able to wrestle with him like in his last year of wrestling. Um, yeah. I hope he ends up coming back, but I was so lucky to wrestle with him in a tag match before our singles match. To kind of get a feeling of how he wrestled, yeah, beforehand, and that meant the world to me to uh, wrestle him in front of my family, uh, and just like man, he was the he was one of like the first black wrestlers I looked at looked up to outside of WWE, and I'm like, okay, he's real different than like the other black wrestlers I've kind of like used to see, because like you know way back when you see certain wrestlers in WWE, unless you like book a tea or somebody. Yeah, you really, they had their characters weren't bad, but they really weren't like they weren't like a Triple H or anybody yeah. like that. If that makes right. sense. So, like, you had Sheldon Benjamin, but he's an athlete, like, you know, that's expected of us to be athletic, right? Right. Uh, but so, seeing like HCH, he was like a hybrid wrestler, like, he could fly, he was strong, he was, he could talk, charismatic. He's just in the ring having fun. I'm like, okay, so I could be that. I could be me. Right. I turn up times twelve. Okay, bet. So like being in the ring with him taught me a lot just about like respect in the ring. Like it's like earning, earning stuff. Like I could go, I could go on a rant about respect and earning. Yeah. But it'll go, it'll fly over a lot of people's heads. But like. Being in the ring with him, I I feel like I had to earn, like I had to earn that respect from. I had to earn a good match out of him. I had to earn, I had to, I had to work hard for him to work as hard as me in the ring. I feel like because if I didn't, it I don't I don't think the match would have resonated well. Mm-hmm. Um, only because like it would have been fine, but I had I had to take I had to kind of reach deep down in me. And kind of be like, okay, I gotta get to his I gotta be at this level because he's a next level athlete. Right. And I I say I'm a next level athlete, so I have to be either just as good or better than him. Okay. So I feel like that night I was I was just as good as him. Uh and I would say number four, Josh Alexander. Another guy I learned a lot wrestling good match. Uh, in the good ring. Match. Um being in a ring with a world champion from a major organization, major company. Impact Wrestling. Learned a lot from him. um, And my biggest takeaway from him is, like, he's just like one of us. He's just like one of the boys. Um, Like, he's not, like, he's not, like, a snobby dude. Like, right. he's very selfless. Like, very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, um, again, I'm going to pull back the curtain for all the fans listening or the people who think wrestling's still real. Um, You know, he's world champion, so he couldn't lose. Because he's world champion for an actual organization, so but the fact he made me look strong in defeat meant a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Because he's wrestling in my city or whatever, um, but he had to he had to beat me. Yeah, but like the fact like he was still selfless enough to make me look strong in defeat meant the world to me. Um, and I, I he he's a great dude just to talk to and be around. Um. And number five, Mike Freakin' Outlaw. I've wrestled this dude about 100 <laughs> times this year and last year. Um, I
0: think I've seen every match that i wrestled this year. This dude, right?
1: Year. We are the Randy Orton and John Cena of St. Louis, <laughs> bro. Austin and Rock. Uh, Yeah, man, like when I had moved back home from KC – like he really helped me tighten up a lot of my my skills in wrestling. Like he still helps me a lot to this day. Mm-hmm. I always go to him for advice. I'm like, "Hey man, like what do you think about this?" Cuz he's a smart dude. Like people don't realize how good he is. He's good in ring, but his wrestling brain is it's incredible. Different. Incredible. Cuz he'll think of something and it's like, "Oh, stop. I didn't think of it like that." Right. And then, like now that I've been around him, now like he's helped me so much. Like we we think the same now. We almost think the same. Like we we damn near finish each other's words, sentences half the damn time. When we're like coaching or coming up with ideas, we always have like the same remote ideas because like he opened my brain to a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And I'm like, huh. You son of a gun. You did it again. (laughs) Like that's that dude has the biggest brain in I feel like in wrestling. Like he's like a a great coach. Like he's a great wrestler, but he's an even better teacher, dude. Like so any opportunity I get to wrestle him, it's it's a it's a it's a learning opportunity. Um and I also wrestling him, I feel I felt the same way. When I wrestle him, how I did with HCH or Jackson Alexander, have to mm-hmm. be my very best. I have to be at my very best. Like, I have to be just as good or better than him in the ring that night. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's my top five. Let me shut up before I make a top ten. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, no, so, that's my top five, yeah. All right, and
0: so with that being said, who is one wrestler that you want to wrestle in the future that you
1: haven't wrestled? Made a list. Uh Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> I want I want to whoop his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I want to whoop whoop his ass. When you come back to the Minoru. If you watching this, if you so happen to watch this, I'm gonna call your ass out on Twitter again. I've been tagging you on tweets. If I see you at Glory, if I see you at Grandale, you and I, you and I. Then we're going to have lunch and play with Captain Sutter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said he needs that match. He needs that Oh, match. I need it.
1: I need it. I need it.
0: <laughs> cool. And last question for you. I got for you. Is there any chance you will bring back the best rapper alive in your interest song? Ooh. Y'all yeah, love that. Everybody love that theme.
1: Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't fake it. That like, intro came in, you came in, you're like, oh, oh. Uh, love- <laughs> Man, so, I think that was something else I had to also tweak about, like, my father persona. I'm like, here. I'm like, okay, I love the entrance, but I feel like it doesn't fit. Like, I like the hip-hop stuff, but like, I feel like it didn't fit at yeah. that, like, like I was it, it fit yeah it fit at that time. But it well, like the it next level. Yeah, it didn't fit. It I didn't feel like a big deal. Yeah. I didn't feel like a like a like a like when you hear Triple H steam or you hear uh, Undertaker or Cena or anybody, like it's not like a oh shit, here comes the qualified, here come Camaro. Yeah. Uh like I feel like best rapper alive. It was it's hype, it gets you hype. It it did. But like it wasn't like it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't hit how this thing I got down hit. Cause <laughs> you, you hear, you hear the drums. That's trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that's trouble. Like, it. it you want, you want to, you want to hear like a tune that's like a, old oh shit, here they come, mm-hmm. you know, like a, it's a war, it's a war, it's a war theme. It's a war cry. Man.
0: Hopefully bring it one time. This one time. We had another show in the past or something like that. Or if we just to do another Black WrestleMania show in St. Louis. You got to bring that song back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and change it myself. Like, no, nah, we're going to change the song. Hey, this. Bro. He, he ain't going to know until
1: it's interesting. I'm like. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, this promotion in Kansas. So they had that theme on file. Yeah. And, but I had my new one. I gave him my new one. But they never changed it. So like, <laughs> bro, they was playing best rapper alive, and like, I didn't know how to come out to it no more. Like, I it felt weird. It didn't, it, cause it don't fit. It don't fit me no more. Like, it don't, right. it don't it don't fit the the persona I have. So like, it was so awkward. I'm like, <laughs> huh? Okay, I guess I'll just try. like I could even I could even get intense or hype, bro. It right. took me out of the match. That's the crazy <laughs> part. It took me out of the whole match. I'm like. I, I try not to be—I try not to be particular, anal about stuff. Yeah. But like, oh, <laughs> I'm a wrestler fan, man. So if I hear Triple H, is time to play the game. Oh shit! Right. It's about to get real. Now imagine if Triple H came out of something else. Like, so, uh, uh, Triple H came out of, ain't no stopping me, yo. Shawn Benjamin thing. Right. like What? <laughs> what the?
0: F- I don't want to see this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, like I said, be prepared, though. If I have another show, this is what's going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. He said be prepared. But no, bro, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for checking in with your boy. Appreciate all the love, man. You've been a a good supporter of the brand. You've been a good brother to me. like I appreciate everything coming on the show. Like I said, thank you for everything. Thank you all for tuning in also. Thank you all for checking in with No Rose Podcast. Hashtag KTR, KTR underscore podcast with the episode of Live and Direct with Camaro Jackson. Before we sign off, my brother, do you have anything to say to the fans real quick? You want to plug yourself in real quick?
1: Yeah, uh, my, my Instagram and Twitter, my social media, uh, E L Camaro. Camaro spelled C-A-M-A-R-O. A lot of people spelled I knew C-A-M-A-R-O. Gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know why like camaro's literally spelled with two a's like the actual card <laughs> so it bothers me that people are illiterate they, they want to blame oh it's autocorrect no it's not autocorrect it's, you're stupid I, i've seen you rant about that before too, bro you're stupid like it's not <laughs> autocorrect it's a literal card so i know it's in a dictionary so like don't 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 it's the it's the educated me coming out. It's, it's, pissing it's all
0: good. It's all good. <laughs> and I'm
1: on Facebook too. Uh, Camaro Jackson on Facebook. Uh, YouTube, Camaro Jackson, Camaro Jackson wrestling. Like if you ever Google me, Camaro Jackson wrestling. If you just do Camaro Jackson, you might get pictures of cars and some random black dudes. But Camaro Jackson wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. Cool. There you go.
0: Thank you for everything, bro. Like I said, tune in with the next episode we got with Live and Direct. You never know who's going to have the next. Episode. Like I said, thank y'all for watching. This is No Roast Podcast. You live and direct with Cinco and Camaro Jackson. Thank you. That don't compute in my mind. I must be out of mind. Black Fist High, rally up before we out of time.